Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. These are your co-host Becky, co-host Jasmine, co-host Yvette. And quick disclaimer guys, our other co-host Ruby is not here today with us, but she will be in the next episode. She has mother duties to attend to as you guys know that she is a mother and that is her full-time job. So let's get to it, shall we? So guys, let's just dive in. Let's talk about relationships. Oh, what about them? What not about them? Jesus. Oh. I mean, most of us are all in relationships, right? So. Yeah, I would say. I'm not, but okay. <laughs> well, you're in a relationship with our friendship. So you are in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. I am in charge of all of your relationships. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> She's the one, one wrong move, guys. She's the this one we like go solitaire. to. <laughs> Let's start off with our first topic. What is something that is a red flag in a friendship or in a relationship? Ooh. Man. I feel like red flags are just like, I don't know. Like, you're just kind of scared for to see that in someone. Yeah. You're just like, oh, shit, red flag. I feel like most of your friends actually point out the red flags in most of your relationships or friendships. Oh, yeah. So, like, sometimes, you know, you have a second point of view, but sometimes you're able to just catch it, like, really fast. Mm -hmm. I feel like one... One red flag, I say, like, in a friendship or something, mm-hmm. is probably being, like, manipulative. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. Like, let's say controlling, you know, like, a friend. Like, hey, why are you hanging out with that person? Just yeah. because. For no reason, you know, like, there's some, like, toxic friends that can just be like that. And I've had that in the past before. I don't know if you guys have had any experiences like that. I have. I have, for sure. Have you had an encounter with, like, red flags with anybody? But I just was probably the same as Jasmine. Like, just controlling manipulation like i don't know i would say it's also like like even like not controlling manipulation but also like not being admit to uh, not being able to admit that you are wrong like in a friendship and in a relationship you should be able to Yeah. yeah accept your flaws or accept like okay like maybe i was wrong or something and then from there like apologize for it yeah so i think when there's too but much I feel pride like, i think i think i know where you're going with that yeah I, but i feel like that's just something that a lot of people go through because there's a lot of people that have pride and that's just mm-hmm. one of the things that they can't do is admit that they did something wrong oh, yeah. yeah do you think that somebody could be in a in a like a in a healthy relationship if one of the one or the other in the relationship have too much pride do you think that a relationship like that could work long term i mean in my opinion i feel like a lot of people are like that like there's always that one couple that has like you're the significant other has too much pride and the other one doesn't Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't want to say no that it wouldn't work because Mm -hmm. you know sometimes it evens out right i mean i i feel like it just usually depends because i'm not gonna lie like in some of my past relationships, I have been a little a little bit prideful. Mm-hmm. And I never admitted to a lot of stuff. And I think that was one of my toxic traits that I had to work on. And it didn't work out. I mean, clearly, I'm not with that person or, mm-hmm. you know, the person that I was prideful with. And it sucks because, you know, like, you feel like you have to... I don't know how to put it in better words to explain, but it's just a, like, I can't do it type of thing. And so you get that mindset that you're like, okay, this is too much. I can't, I can't, you know? Right. Like, and then you see how much you kind of damage that person with how much pride you have. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of a hit or miss. Like now I have to work on that because right. having too much pride can affect the relationship right. in the long totally. term. Because then you're just at that point being a little bit selfish. And it shouldn't be like that. You should think about your your significant other as well. And I feel like that's where I kind of messed up too. So sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. I feel like pride could get in the way of like having a healthy relationship. Yeah. Like you should be able to admit like when you're wrong and be able to apologize or come to an agreement mm-hmm. of like where the miscommunication happened, like where things went south, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> But I feel like when you're too prideful, that can get in the way a lot of the times where you don't see the other side of the person. Like, you don't see their, the reason of why they acted the way they did mm-hmm. or why they responded the way they did. Yeah. Right. You know, another red flag in friendships that are just like, oh, um, why are you wearing that? Like, you know that friend that's like a bad friend and like tries to call you out and like a lot of people? Oh. Like in front of a lot of people? Like, they're like, oh, why are you wearing that? Is it because there's guys around? Or, you know, like, this and that. You know, the one that tries That's to bring you down. That's right there, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, have you ever had one of those friends? I had a friend like that in high school. She would always be like, she's like, no, why are you hanging out with that person? Like, oh, it's just because you like them. Or, oh, why are you wearing that? No, you shouldn't wear that. That's too revealing. Is it revealing. because that person influences you kind of thing? And it's yeah. just like, mm-hmm. no. Yep. And then it's like, no. That's a red flag right there. Instant red flag. Yeah. That person is just preying on your downfall and wants you to look bad all the time. So, when my question is, what when would you call it quits, like in a friendship or in a relationship? I feel like when it just gets too much to handle. I don't know. What do you, what do you mean by that? Like explain yourself like like when like if you have a friendship like how you're talking about right now, like yeah. or you have a friend like that when when do you, when is it when do you get to the point where you're like I'm going to call it quits? Like I can't be friends with this person anymore or I can't be in a relationship with this person anymore. Like I said, it it just goes back to feeling all that toxicity and to the point where you're just almost feeling numb at that point Mm -hmm. where you're like, this isn't okay. Like it's practically draining you. Like whether it's a friendship or a relationship, I feel like when it's draining you, that's when you're like, okay. Do you think it's normal to argue all the time? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it's normal, normal, you know, but like every Mm -hmm. relationships has their ups and downs. Mm -hmm. So every relationship, you're going to, like, someone does something. Like, say you're not feeling okay, you know, mm-hmm. and your significant other comes and says something, and you're like, no, I'm not feeling it. Like, then you start an argument, and then, like, another day, he could be feeling some sort of way, and then you can come home and say something, and he's just like, nah, and then argument. I feel like you have to be able to communicate the bad and the good things in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I don't know. Someone else. No, I think I think there can be arguments or there can be miscommunication. It's just like when it's all the time. Like your relationship is just based on that. Oh, oh based on arguments. No. Like it's it's almost like the, the relationship only exists when there's more arguing or more miscommunication right. or more like. Oh, yeah. That's there's more bad than good. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's when oh, I okay. would call it quits. Like if I'm arguing with this person, if I'm having discussions like it's an everyday or like an every other day thing like i think that that would be my red flag that would be me trying to say okay i need to call this quits because if i can't have a moment where we're not miscommunicating like obviously that we're two different people all the time like we're our own people our own person 
But still, I feel like if you're constantly arguing and it constantly feels like that, I just feel like that's that's a red flag. That's when I would call it quits. Right. Is if I, there can't be like a good constant communication yeah. where there's no arguing. I would also call it quits when you've just fallen out of love. Yeah, for sure. Like that's that's what I always tell my significant other, you know, like mm-hmm. if we ever get to the point where we don't feel love for each other, I always say I always tell him like tell me. I don't want to be in a relationship where there's no love. Right. Like I've seen it when I was growing up that I don't want that for myself. So I'm always yeah. like if you at one point in our life, like it could be 5 years down the road, if you ever just fall out of love with me, tell me. Mhm. Like, cause I don't want to be in a relationship where there's no love. That's, yeah, that's really that's that's a really good thing yeah, to have because, that is. like, at least that mindset. Because, I mean, just like Lizzo says, truth hurts, but I mean, it's gonna help you in the long run. Cause at least that person was honest with you, you know. And mm-hmm. then you're just like, okay, whatever, you know. It's gonna hurt like hell because you probably were attached yeah. to that person for years or even for a couple months, but and it happens. Like and, that's yeah. just the way. It works. Like, you know, people could be married for, like, 20 years, and then all of a sudden they're just like, I'm not in love with you anymore. Like, yep. yeah, they probably love them as a friend, but they're not in love with them. Like, you can care about a person, like, because of how long you've been together. Yeah. And you don't want to hurt that person, and I feel like that's why a lot of people, you know, like... Stay in those relationships and yeah. stuff. I, I can so vouch for that because I did that myself yeah. in my one of my relationships like at that point it's just it's lo- it's like yeah it's you have a lot of love for that person but now it's just care mm-hmm. you know it's like no i would rather stay here support them let them not be alone and you know and that kind of ends up draining you in the long run too it does it really does yeah. because you're, you're just putting all your effort to not hurt them mm-hmm. but you're not thinking about like your mental health and you're hurting your yourself feelings yeah mm-hmm. and then you're like Pretty much, again, like I said, draining yourself from all of that negative energy. Mm-hmm. And you just, I can't do this anymore. And that's also when you also have to call it quits. Right. Because you're just, you're just dragging it at that, at that point. Right. So now that we're like talking about relationships, you know, and all the like, the pros and cons about it. Mm-hmm. What are your biggest fears, you know, in a relationship or like going into a relationship? What do you guys think? Personally, for me, going into a relationship is trusting someone again. Yeah. That's my yeah. biggest fear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you guys don't got to worry about that though. <laughs> no, we I mean, I don't think I have to, I I trust my significant. I don't. I'm other just person kidding. No, or, I do. Okay, but like like I was saying though, was it hard for you like in I the beginning know, bouncing back into a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah, in the beginning I would say I came from a toxic past relationship. Mm-hmm. Um where it was kind of hard to think that it was too good. It was almost like my relationship, What it just felt too good to be true. It was too mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Um. And I think, it, like, having to trust someone again was, like, really hard for me because I was like, oh, like, I have to... You know, it's, it's that whole thing where you have to start from scratch. Like, you know, when you break up with somebody, you have to start from scratch. And yeah. I was single for, like, a good three, four years. Yeah. Um. Before I got back, like, into a relationship... Um, or I got into a relationship, so I just think it was it was just really hard, and I and it's still hard till this day, where there's moments where I feel like I still struggle to open up, just because I have to not depend on someone, but put my hundred in, and I can do that, but 
like in anything else, I can do that. Like loyalty, like anything else, like anything of that, I can do it like 100%. Mm-hmm. It's just opening up and being able to be vulnerable exactly. with my person and yeah. being able to let that person see my vulnerability because I consider myself a pretty independent person. Um, So for me to have to depend on someone, like with my feelings, with my heart in a, in a sense, it's scary because I'm just like, wow, is it? Like, it's, I'm not saying it's going to happen again the way it did on my last relationship. It's just that fear mm-hmm. of, like, getting fucked over again. It's the trauma. <laughs> it's the trauma, dude. And I think we're we're almost a year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from the beginning to now, <clears throat> I've seen growth within myself and within him as well. And I think that that's the best feeling when – you both know that you both struggle with something and you both know what comes with it and like what the trauma is and you both learn to accept each other and to just like be patient with each other and I think that's why it works because we're patient with each other we know what baggage we come with and we accept it no matter what like if I know he can't communicate something with me I know that from I knew that from the beginning that that's something he struggled with mm-hmm. being open. So I have patience. Like I'm not like you have to tell me now like how you feel. No, I give him his time. Like I'm like okay, you need your time. When you're ready, like I'll be here. Like I still love you. I'm not mad that you can't be as open with me as I would like you to be, but I'm patient. Like I'm going to be patient with you because I love you. Like I want it to work. I know what you like what trauma you came with and you accept me with my trauma. And you've helped me grow out of that trauma. So it's almost like, you know, we're pulling each other up. Right. And I think that it's just it it's, it just shows me that it you can find your person and you can find a healthy relationship and you can be in one. Like even after everything you can still find your person, you know? And like I said, I wasn't looking for him. He wasn't looking for me. It kind of just all worked out. And I would consider him not only my boyfriend, but, like, I see him as my person. Yeah. And I see him, like, as my best friend. So, you know, sometimes I might struggle a little bit, but he knows. He knows where I'm coming from, and he's patient with me. And I think that's just, you know, I feel like you can, you can like bounce back from all that stuff, you know? That's a beautiful thing. I almost cried. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I especially like the part where you said that you're patient with him because I feel like that's also one of my biggest fears in a relationship or bouncing into a relationship because I never had anyone be patient for me. And Mm -hmm. hearing you say that, I was kind of like, wow. You know, like, that's that's great because there's always a person that's going to, like, tell you, like, hey, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. And I, I get it because I'm also an anxious person. And if you don't tell me right away, I'm going to get very anxious. Right. But I'd rather you give give me your time and tell me when you're ready. And that's what I wish someone would do for me. Yeah. Knowing that they can have patience. But that's that's really beautiful, Becky. Yeah. What about you, Yvette? I'm patient with you. But you are the love of my life. <laughs> um, no, I 
I like what you, what Jasmine and Becky both said about their fears about a relationship, which I can relate to because when I was younger, I went through some trauma. Mm-hmm. And when I first met Alex, I was not looking for a relationship. Alex is like my first official boyfriend. Like I wasn't ready for a relationship in high school. Like growing up, I just, the trauma that I went through really shut me down to opening that door, like looking for relationships. Mm-hmm. So when I first met Alex, I was like really scared. I was like, you know, the trust, the um, patience, the everything that came along with it. Mm-hmm. Like that trauma messed me up. And when I first met Alex, Alex was just like, we can take it as slow as you want. I don't know. Just having him be there for me. Like I opened up to him, mm-hmm. but not about everything. Like yeah, there's still parts of me that like I want to like keep to myself because I'm not ready to tell that story yet. Right. Like that's a story that I don't know if I'll ever be ready to tell. Like some people know my story, but not a lot of others do. Like that's just mm-hmm. a story that I don't know if I'll ever be ready to tell. And Alex always tells me like, if you're not ready to tell me everything, like just know that whenever you are, I will be here for you. Oh. I'm going to try not to cry. I know. I almost wanted to cry because I'm, like, thinking about Alex and how, like, how he is. And I'm just like, oh. It's just, it's cute that he's, like, so sweet with you. Yeah. I think and that's so cute. And I cute. feel like a lot of people see it, but then a lot of people don't really see that side of him. Yeah. Because he always likes to, like. Like, mirror uh, yeah. the image. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, you can see it. I yeah. see it all the time. Like, the way he just looks at Eva, it's like he's so in love with her. And I'm like, I want something like that. Like, this is in the beginning when Juan and I were, like, in our relationship, like, you know, getting to know each other. And I was getting to know you guys and stuff. And I was like, that's just pure. Like, that's why when I asked you, how long have you guys been married? And you told me. I was like, damn. Like, the way he just still looks at her, like, like if they were just barely getting into a relationship. And I always feel like that, too. I just feel like, damn, I really lucked out with this guy. Like, like yeah. I'm glad that I just settled for him and not still out there looking, you know? Dude, and that's the thing. There's people out there still looking for their and person. I, hey, They're hey, still hey, waiting hey, for somebody hey, to hey. look at them the way, the way, um, what was his name? The one in, from Rapunzel? Oh, um. Fletcher? Fletcher? No, it's, uh, it's called Flynn Rider. Flynn. The way Flynn Rider. No, actually his name is Eugene. The way Eugene, oh, Eugene. Lo- yeah, the way Eugene. Rapunzel let down your Exactly. Head. But the way he just looked at her. That's that's what I see. Exactly. When she's like putting the lantern up in the sky. Yeah. Oh, the way he looked nah. at her, that's exactly the way Alex looks at you. I feel like I want to go back to what you said about how, um, you know, like not a lot of people see that like side of him. I feel like that's also one side that you should feel happy about that you get to see almost all the time. Yeah. Because maybe, you know, not everybody is lucky enough to see like his sweet side and stuff, but that's good because that's your side that you get to see almost all the time. And like, maybe we all see a little like grouchy old short man, but that's okay. (laughs) I told you guys, I thought he worked for the cartel or something. (laughs) But like going back to it, but like patience, patience is one of the biggest ones. Like he has a lot of patience and you can tell when he's to the limit, he will tell you. But, like, with me, he's had so much patience with me, and, you know, I'm so yeah. grateful for that. So I, I know, like, one of our biggest fears is also, like, like is your significant other faithful. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think being faithful is hard? No. No. I don't think it is either. <laughs> I don't think it is. Do you think it's hard being faithful in a relationship? Like, in a friendship, sorry. 
I no. I don't think it's hard. I don't think it's hard either. No, I feel like I think when you have loyalty in a friendship, I yeah. think that you don't ever have to worry about the person like stabbing your back or anything like that. Right. Exactly. I feel like if you are in a friendship with someone and you're not faithful to them, like let's say like they're talking they're talking behind my back mm-hmm. and saying all this stuff, I feel like I wouldn't want to be friends with a person like that. So I would just rather like exclude them out of my life instead of like and let's say like if I was talking about a person, I'd rather, you know, like bring my negative vibes somewhere else instead of talking bad on that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got no time for fake friends. Period. Yeah. I think I think that's a good way to put it. Like Yeah. I think that's how you know if your friendship is really like if there's trust in the friendship ladies and gentlemen if you think that being faithful is hard then you shouldn't be in a relationship if you're in a relationship and you promise to give this person your 100 percent trust in anything mm-hmm. like being faithful should come easy yeah like like i said like if you're if you're unhappy if, just leave yeah like if you fall out of love with someone just tell them and just but be wh- like i'm done but why do you think it's hard for people to not leave when they don't feel anything anymore i feel like it's probably because they're comfortable mm, yeah and they don't want to start over again but they don't want to be with that person you know what i mean like and i feel like it goes back to what we were just talking about how mm-hmm. you know some people don't want to be alone and some people don't want to relieve a relationship it also goes with that like no matter how much you drag the relationship there are some people that will still betray you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's say I get tired of being in the relationship and I find someone else while I'm still in a relationship and I find that person amusing. Mm-hmm. So I go and hang out with that person and I pretty much just end up cheating. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much why some people actually do that. And I also feel like some people are just doing it because they just want to do it because yeah. they're already tired and maybe they don't want to hurt the person that they're in a relationship with. Which kind of sucks because that's where you need to be honest with yourself and be like, right. I can't do this anymore. Well, okay. So next, like my question for you guys is, have you guys ever been cheated on or have you ever cheated on someone? Oh, this is a good one. Wait, hold on. Let me start first. No. <laughs> um. Yes. When I was still a freshman in high school, I actually had the girl that um, my boyfriend at the time um, was still with me and stuff. She told me, like, she was actually really, like, cool about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, she did girl code, so I really appreciate her for that. I'm not going to name her off because I don't – I'm not Wait, cool so she told you that she knew that your no, ex was cheating? Or? So this is what happened. So, um, you know you know how high school, you know, you, like, you have different levels. Like, you know, like, there's the first floor, second floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's how kind of it was for me. And I guess he would meet up with her on a certain floor. <gasps> no, he did. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the tea. This is the tea. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he would meet up with her on a different floor, and then he would come in like talk to me on a different floor. So all her classes what? were like upper level. Mines were all on the bottom. Like all of them no were on the way. bottom. Yeah, Shut the front door. Yeah. So like, and then like out of nowhere, I just get a text message one day, and just like, hey, girl. I just wanted to let you know that I didn't know that, you know, like, this guy was your boyfriend. She's uh-huh. like, and I rejected him because 
someone told me that you were going out with him. And I just wanted to show you all the messages. She showed me all the messages. That's a real one right yeah, there. She was like, look, I even told him. She's like, no, I know you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Stop flirting with me. You know, this and that. I'm, I'm done. And then she Respect blocked. Respect for her, man. Yeah, no, t- definitely. And I told her, I'm like, thanks for letting me know. I'm like, no, I'm going to break up with him. And I did. And he was so butthurt about it. And he's like, no, I didn't even want to be with you. And then, oh. yeah. It was oh, just, he's one of those. Yeah, he was one of those. Oh, honey, I hope he grew up and he's not doing that now. No, but I am. <laughs> my stupid ass actually took him back <laughs> my sophomore. But it didn't last long. I tried. Okay. Trust me. It didn't last long. Because, yeah. Because I was stupid. I I was very immature and very stupid back then. I mean, you were young. You're still learning, like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like stuff. I was very naive mm-hmm. when I was younger. And I would just let a lot of stuff slide. But, yeah. Anyway, that did happen to me. And I kind of was really butthurt about it. Because I'm like, how could he do this to me? Freshmen, right? <laughs> I've actually never cheated on someone. Or been cheated on, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Um, but I have, like, known girls that have been cheated on or that, like, I know they're having, like, their boy- their boyfriends or whatever are having sneaky links with somebody else. Oh, I'm one to snitch real quick. If Ooh. I find out, okay, so it's where we're from, te- when we're, where we're from, everybody kind of knows everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I hear, like, if I ever encountered like, let's say I didn't know you, Yvette, mm-hmm. and I just went and had a class with you in college or something. But I'm like, bien, you know? Like, I consider you, okay, she was a great person. Like, oh, my gosh. And if I find out the guy that you're talking to is cheating on you, whether you and I are close or not, I'm telling you. Because right. that's girl code. Like, I'm not going to have you looking Period. like a clown. And I have done that for a lot of girls. And sadly, they still stay with the guy. Yep. Or they, like, get really mad and they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. You probably just want it for yourself. Oh, no. I I always have my receipts. Like, there's some girls that are, like, too blind or too prideful to even notice that. And for you girls, I really hope that you guys have an open mind when a girl comes and tells you, like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Don't get mad at the girl. No. Get mad at your man because the girl is just looking out for you. It, yeah, especially yeah. if she DMs you. Like, like if she DMs you and apologizes yeah. about not knowing, like, that's how you know. Like, it it's yep. sincere. It's not just like, oh, I have your man and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, like. That's some petty. Like, if a girl stuff. does that, then that's just pettiness. Yeah, but, like, if you, if you see that the girl is trying to be genuine about it, then she must have not known. But if you can try to also dig... And see that if she didn't know and she's just probably trying to trick you, then do your investigation. Yeah, you'll, you'll know for sure. Yeah, but don't don't just take it, like, automatically get mad, you know. Yeah. Get your, put your FBI agent hat on and <laughs> look for stuff. Yeah. Because. Right. So, I have a quick question. Yeah, what's up? With us talking about girls messaging girls to, like, tell them, like, hey, your man's cheating, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What, would you do the same if your friend family member someone was married for let's say 15 16 years they have kids together and the girl is the one that's going off and cheating on her husband or the guy is going off. so if it's your friend that's cheating like anyone it could be like your friend your family member you're like you know someone you're very close yeah and they were married they have been married for so many years and 
their significant other or themselves are like off cheating and you find out would you tell that other person yes and just ruin a 15 year old 15 year relationship yes I'm, i'm dead serious yes yeah i unless i find out that their relationship is an open relationship no yeah. me voy a meter. I'm not going to get it myself into any situation, but I also have to know the person enough. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't I don't think it's right. Like I don't think it's right for me to say their ish, like say their business, like tell them like hey, da, da, da. But if I see like that my friend, let's say it's my friend, or if I see that my like my friend is cheating on her husband, like I'm obviously or she tells me, like I'm obviously going to be like Hey, yo, don't you think that you should just, like, end your relationship or yo. end your marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think you should be real with them? But would you tell that, like, your friend comes up to you, like, your friend comes up to you and is like, hey, I'm cheating on my husband. Don't tell him. Would you tell him? I would tell her that she needs to tell him, but I will give her the option. I'm going to be like, look, as much as you're my friend, I don't think it's right to hurt someone else's. Mm-hmm. And if even if I don't get along with your husband, I don't think that's right. So I would say something to him. Like I'm I'm gonna tell her, like, I'm gonna give you so would a you, week. Would I would you ruin your friendship over that? I think and that that would show open question I, Yeah, I think that too. would show what kind of person your friend is. Yeah. And if my friend is going to be like that, who's to say she's not gonna screw me over in a friendship right. way? Yep. If she can screw up her relationship in that way. I yeah. feel like and it, that goes back to the whole like you know, being faithful or the loyalty question that we had earlier. If you're unhappy, divorce that person. Go s- be single, you know? But, like, let's say, like, my friend told me, like, hey, I'm doing this and this. And I'll be like, okay, you have two options here. Mm-hmm. You have the option to tell this person that you're hurting them and that you don't want to be with them anymore because you want to be, like, Single, yeah, you know, and it's gonna hurt them, but at least you're being honest with that person, right? right. And it's gonna serve both of you in the long run because he'll be like, At least she was honest with me, right? You know, like maybe she effed up, but she was honest with me, or exactly. he effed up and he was honest with me, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and then I like, like I always tell my friends, I'm like, If you're ever unhappy in a relationship, tell that person, don't go yeah. and cheat on them because right. that's gonna hurt you because exactly. you're gonna have that guilt inside of you. For the longest time, exactly. while you're still in a relationship while with that still, person, and I feel like Damian, like if you can have the nerve to cheat on someone, then you should have the nerve to be able to tell them, right? If right. you're gonna do it, like hey. be, be responsible for your actions. Yep, right. I agree with you guys. Mm-hmm. And like I always tell everyone, like karma always comes to bite you back in the ass. Yeah, every time. So no matter what, even if you're in the next relationship after you leave that relationship and you never told that person or you just ended up hurting that person in some way, that relationship will probably end up hurting you too. Yeah. Yep. So either way. So if you were to be in a relationship, would you give, like if your person cheated on you, let's say, or your friend, Yeah. right? Like did something and backstabbed you, would, do you believe in second chances? Do you no. believe that they deserve a second chance to be your friend or to be in your relation, like be in a relationship again with that person? So if my significant other cheated on me, I don't believe in second chances. Only because when I was younger, I, I seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen people give their significant other a second chance and it would just happen again and again and again and again. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like 
you're giving them a second chance for what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for how long are you going to hurt yourself just to make this relationship happen and there's nothing more to give? Yep. Right. In a friendship, I feel like it just depends on the circumstances, like what happened. Yeah. In a relationship-wise, it's the cheating part for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you think you could give... You said you could give a friendship a second chance? Depends on the circumstance. Okay. Like how what would you, what like, would be depending on the circumstance? I mean like what what would be a pass? Um in your let's book? say my best friend like told someone something, you know, bad about you. You know, or like mm-hmm. your secret. Yeah, like not like, a big deep secret, but like a right. secret that you And you're like you find out and then you're just like what the fuck? Like, why would you say that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you kind of don't trust her anymore, but, like, you're still good. Like, you know, you you could still be one of my friends. Just don't expect me to tell you my secrets Mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Like, that's going to take time to build that trust up again. But, like, if your best friend is going off and, like, messaging your boyfriend, your husband, like, any stuff like that, like, no. Like, our friendship is done. Red flag. Yeah. So, like, I mean, even if the guy was still, like, texting her, too, like, no, my re- friendship is done with you, my relationship is done with you, like, that's it. Yeah. All, that's true. all tides are cut. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. I feel like <laughs> I used to be, like, the queen of second chances. Like, you can even ask Yvette. I used to give people a lot of chances. And it, like, sucked because in the long run, it didn't help me out. It didn't. And, like, like yeah, there are some things, like, I agree with you on the friendship thing, like, if you betray me in, like, a very bad way, like, you're out here talking smack to people about me and you're, like, pretty much just being, like, sneaky, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to want you as a friend anymore. I'm not going to give you a second chance. But I feel like in a relationship, I've always given a lot of second chances to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you that it will work. Sometimes it does. I've seen it in other relationships where... It does work. Like, they end up working on themselves and they end up coming back, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing because maybe they just needed maturity. But, and from my experience, I, I never got that. Like, I always got the promises that, oh, I'll change. I'll change, you mm-hmm. know? I never got that change. I never got to see the change. And when they started changing, it was already too late. So yeah. I feel like not all second chances are good. I feel like it just really depends on where your heart is and if you're ready to risk it to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. But if you have a really big heart, and I mean, like, you have to have a really big heart to give people a lot of second chances. And I feel like that kind of messed me up because it made me lose a lot of confidence. And, like, it kind of drained me to the point where Mm -hmm. I can't trust a lot of people anymore. And I feel like it also, like, messes with your... I feel like it also messes with, like, your trust. Mm-hmm. Like, giving all these people second chances and then they promise you, I'm going to change, I'm going to change, I promise I'll change, yeah. I promise. Where did, your trust just went from, like, high to, like, low. low. To there being nothing because you gave these people so many second chances just for them not mm-hmm. to change for you. And the other thing that sucks is that once you realize that, they get into another relationship, like, really fast and they change for that other person. And... I think, like, that's the biggest, like, freaking pill to swallow because yeah. you're just, like, you could do that for that person, but you could never do that for me. And that 
sucks so bad because I obviously went through that already. And you're just like, wow. You know, like, yeah, you left a relationship because you were tired of not seeing anything change, you know? Yeah. And then you see them go and be happy with this other person and you're just like, ouch. Yeah. And I think that that's not a bad thing. I think that's a great thing because then you notice that that is not your person. Yep. That is Mm -hmm. not your friend. Very true. That is not the person for you. And that's how you realize it. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even with family members, like that relationship with your family members also comes along with that too. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can't even trust your family members with the decisions they've taken or like, you know, they've like hurt you in some way. You can't trust a lot of family members Mm because I know that from experience too. I can't trust a lot of family members and not like not my actual like actual actual family members but like outside family members like cousins and all of this you know I can't trust some some of them I really don't I don't even trust uncles sometimes and it's hard too because like you're not like your bond is not as close to them as Mm -hmm. it is with your actual like brothers and your like your mom and stuff because you're they're there I do believe in second chances for some friendships for relationships I do not give second chances for friendships it depends what the scenario is like yvette was saying yeah but i have been backstabbed by a couple friends yeah and i had so much love for them but it just was a big eye-opening for me it was almost like a disbelief you know yeah because One of my friends was really, really, like, my best friend. Like, we grew up together, like, since we were little. Like, our our moms were pregnant together. Yeah. At the same time. Oh, wow. So, like, we go back, back. And, like, this guy was one of my best friends, and he saw me go through everything. And I really thought, like, this would be the, like, if I was to ever get married, like, he would be my maid of honor. Aww. Like, that's how I saw him. Yeah. But there was a lot of constant, like, just a lot of red flags. But because I loved him, I was like, you know, I love him. Like, he's like my brother, you know. Like, he went through it with me when I needed him the most. But then when I got backstabbed, I was just like, damn, like, that hurts. Out of everybody, out of everybody in my friend group, I did not see it coming with you. Like, you were the last person I would have thought. You know? Yeah. And still to this day, like, I wish him well. I love him. You know, if he ever were to need me, I guess that's where, like, the second chances come in because I would be there for him. You know? Yeah. That's what we Like, in his family. I love his family. Like, not everybody in his family, but I love, like, his mom and his dad because they they helped me. Like, they raised me as well. Right. You know? And his sister, like, they raised me. And I am forever grateful for them. For always being there for me. But I did see a lot of true colors. Um, but I still have much love for them. It's just right now it's maybe not our time. Uh, and, you know, I feel like I've had my sister and a couple friends that know how close our bond was. That they're like, wow, you're really just going to let it go like that? Like, you're not even going to, like, explain? And I was like, no, he should be smart enough to know what he did to me. Like. He knows what he did. Yeah. So, and, you know, like I said, you really have to fuck me over in order for me to be completely done with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I really love what you said about, like, also being cold-hearted. I feel like going through so much and giving a lot of people chances 
that kind of makes you like cold-hearted yeah like it really does it and really I, does I, I can say that because like nowadays like you can i only have like one one real best friend yeah. still in my life and like obviously i have you girls but i see you girls as like my sisters yeah i see you as my sister but too. like yeah. i only have like one true best friend in my life right now but <laughs> <laughs> you just like this <laughs> Like, honestly, like, she's the one I usually talk to if it's mm-hmm. not Yvette, because I always talk to Yvette about everything. Yeah. But I talk to her about stuff, too, you know. And she's the only real one, like, honestly, because all the other friends I've ever had, you know, like, kind of betrayed me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, they've had some stuff in the past that they kind of hurt me. Yeah. You know, like, I had a similar friend that in the past, you know, like, I'm not going to name who it was, but they hurt me really bad, but... They ended up coming back into my life. They apologized for what they did. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, that that grew a lot of balls for you to do. And I accept that, you know. Thank yeah. you for apologizing. And we slowly got back into the rhythm of talking and being okay. And it's kind of like we went back to day one. But yeah. it takes time. It takes time. It really does. But obviously, I had to cut out a lot of friends in my life because most of them not were not who I thought they were. And they took sides to people and i'm not usually one to be like oh you know like pick a side pick kind a of side thing. Yeah, no but same. like they knew how much like that person screwed me over and- right and i think that that's the loyalty part yeah that gets me and that's kind of what happened with this friend too it was yeah. that it, i was not telling my people like my friends pick a side but it was almost like you know where your loyalty is and if you were in the situation my loyalty would be with you yeah yeah yeah, and then I feel like that's where they kind of screwed me over because they saw how much this person was hurting me. Exactly. And they still were like, oh, okay. Especially you know? if you, if they see it all. So, you know, now that we're talking about relationships and, you know, like everything that mm-hmm. goes on relationships and stuff, how are relationships nowadays different from the relationships that were in the back in the day, you know? Like how back are we going? Like yeah. 2000s or like 19? I'm talking like the MTV award. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, <laughs> that still goes on? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm talking about like back then when we didn't have like Snapchat. So like or back in all that. 2000s. Okay. We weren't able 2000s, to delete so. messages. Yeah. Like yeah. back then when MySpace and like, um, what was that one thing that you were talking about? Uvu? Well, Uvu, yeah. Yeah. Uvu. <laughs> when they used to exist back then. Yeah. Um, Those were the only ways you could communicate with someone. To be honest with you. Or like, like you know how back then on Facebook you would post like, to be honest is... <laughs> So you could you could get your fr- your crush to like like it and stuff. I'm so dead. Yeah, I think it's so different too because like nowadays, I think back then they had like Christian mingle and all that. Like I'm so farm dead. boy or something yes. like that. Yeah. Like now they have Tinder, they have Bumble, yeah. they have like other st- like like they uh, have the dating the apps. Facebook dating app. They have everything. Oh so- yeah, I forgot Facebook did that. Yeah. And the thing crazy. is, now there's like more than one, and it's actually like popular. So like. You could see somebody on Tinder, and you can see that person on Bumble, and you can see that person on Facebook uh, dating, and you can see them at some, like, there's just, Instagram. whereas back then it's like, okay, if you're a Christian man, you go to Christian Mingle only, like, because you want a Christian woman, (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, not where, like, in Tinder you could say, I want a Christian woman, but you might not even get one. Yeah. Was I the only one that would poke my crush on Facebook? Bro, I forgot that was even an option. Yeah, you guys remember when you guys to poke people? Yeah. I only poked my friends. Same. The technology has come a like a long, a long way. way. Yeah, it has. Like back then, people didn't really buy their kids cell phones because they were paying for almost everything, mm-hmm. every phone call, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and parents were just like, nah. Sorry. So, like, talking about how, like, technology has been, like, a big change from back then, would you delete your social media for a healthy relationship? I don't think you have to delete your social media to be in a healthy relationship. I think if you have to do that, it's not a healthy relationship. I agree. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like, honestly, in, on my end, that's how I communicate with a lot of family members. Yeah. And friends. And, and friends. Yeah. And like... Like, there's some people that just don't understand the, hey, text me on, you know, regular message or call me if you need something. And they're just like, I'm going to call this person on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it when they call me on Facebook yeah, or Snapchat. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm if you not, have I'm my not, number, call me because then I hear lagging. Yeah. I'm not trying to throw my my parents under the bus or anything, but <laughs> they that's what you. my parents do. <laughs> they call you on Facebook Messenger? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My mom, like, anytime I have a conversation with my mom, it's on Messenger. <laughs> my sister always calls me on Snapchat and on Facebook Messenger, and I'm like, I cannot Snapchat understand you. I can't hear you. And she's like, well... I can't hear you. And I'm like, dude, if you pay for your like for your phone service, call me. Yeah. If that's it's an emergency, you have a phone. call me. Right. But I mean, have you guys noticed that? And I'm not trying to be like, I mean, I don't know if it's the right term, but not trying to be racist or anything. But like mostly the people who really do delete their social media for a healthy relationship are Hispanic women. Yes. And that's because I feel like most Hispanic women are influenced by like the older generation if you know what that means like there's some guys that are like much older than like girls nowadays and like i'm not trying to like get you guys like out there like most girls that i know are like Mm -hmm. much younger than the guys that are like much older and those guys you know since they're much older they're used to the girls that would be like more obedient to men you know and like i feel like in, in the hispanic community the women always do this and this and this to please the guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a masochist type of thing. But I, I do see where you're coming from because I know that it comes from most Hispanic women. Like, they even share passwords or they share a Facebook with their, with oh, their no. significant other. And when I'm they like, have, that's not okay. When they have the shared um Facebook account. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like I just, half of the time, some guys are probably just very insecure. And right. and I'm not coming from my Hispanic men, but some of you guys are pretty insecure. I'm not saying that most Hispanic women are because they are. Yeah. Because that that also goes for women too. Women could be very, very, very. Um, Would you? No. No. Would you ever? I feel like if you can't trust me enough to have my soul, like to, you have to have my social media password and all that stuff. Then that that's like one an invasion of privacy. Second. Mm-hmm. I will tell you if something is up, you know, like, let's say a guy is texting me and I don't want him to text me. I'll be like, hey, this guy's texting me. What do you think I should do? I'm like, obviously, we're not going to be like mean about it and like tell this guy to like F off or something. But I'll just probably be like, yo, I have a man. And if that doesn't work, then I'll include my significant other into the picture. Mm -hmm. But honestly, right now with this whole generation and like how the world works now everything is based off of social media it is like your job can be doing like social media marketing or um Mm -hmm. everything you need to find like if you're moving out of a house is on social media pretty much like family members like some people even find like distant family members on facebook or like yeah instagram or something but i think it's a red flag like if you have to delete your social media 
like at the end of the day you should still always be yourself you should always have your own things yeah and i say this in my own relationship like juan knows like i want him to have his own thing and for me to have his my own thing no matter what like right now we're in a relationship whether we get married i still want him to have his privacy i still want him to have like his hobbies and stuff and i'm not going to stop him from that because that's what makes him feel like he's like you know like he still has himself he doesn't lose himself he's his own person like whether we're together but i feel like we work better together if we're our own we come together when we need to come together but we're also like not depending on each other yeah and we're like i'm like who's texting you who's snapchatting you like do i care no i don't care and like for example, like we have a group chat with my family members and it's on social media. It's on Messenger. And that's how I usually communicate with them. Like, hey, yeah. I need you to unlock the back door because <laughs> I need to get in. Yeah. Or, hey, so, mom's calling you. Hey, this, this and that. Yeah. So like at one point, I feel like social media is a big thing because it'll still be involved in your life no matter what. And for the people that don't use social media, I'm like, they probably have other ways to communicate with people too. Right. I feel like a lot of times when the guys want, or even the girls want the guys to not have social media and stuff like that. That's a red flag. Yeah. That's a red flag because why can they not have one, but you can? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's that's a um, pretty messed up thing right there. I also feel like it could probably also be because, like, they're giving this person another second chance because they, like, did something. Like, they cheated on them. On social or, media. Oh, yeah. while using social media? Yeah. That's, like, a whole different... So, I feel like they'd yeah. be like, well, you know what? If I'm going to give you a second chance, you have to delete your social media, and we have to make a combined one. So that whatever messages you get, I get too. I mean, if that person feels like if that's what they want to save their relationship because they effed up, then, yeah, that's that's okay, you know? I'm like, but if you're just know, doing dude. it because you're trying to please that person... I just feel like... But what I, I think but, what I was trying to say was that say that i'm giving you a second chance because Mm -hmm. you cheated on me i'd be like okay well if i'm gonna give you a second chance because you want me to you're gonna have to delete your social media we'll share a social media together but then do you really but then do you really build that trust with that person I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying like i feel like but do you think that they do build that trust from doing i i honestly i don't think so because you know they could they could go to work and make their own Facebook. That's what I'm there. saying. That's what I'm thinking. Like, whether it's online, they could still do it in person. Yeah. Like, in person. Like, we are human beings. We go to yeah. the mall. We go to the store. We go put gas. Like, the person can't connect or, like, whatever is going on. They yeah. can't connect with the person online. What makes you think they're not going to connect in person? Yeah. yeah. If they I wanted mean, to do it in online. You still have online, a phone number. You still have, like, your, your phone and everything. Right. Yeah. And who's to say that when they were talking online? that they didn't actually meet up at some point yeah they so they exchanged numbers mm-hmm. like at some point yeah, yeah. like I, so the, I, I don't think that the social media is gonna stop your relationship from being like for from bettering your relationship right. because yeah. they're gonna if they want to do the action like you know like they say if somebody wants to cheat on you they're gonna cheat on you no matter what right yeah they'll find a way they'll find a way and i feel like this also ties back to how like technology has changed so much from mm-hmm. the past because back then, if you were in a, like married to someone and you had the same phone company, your wife or your husband could go to that phone company and oh, be like, yeah. I want to see the the, the income, recent, <laughs> the recent, the recent logs and everything. Yeah. And they would be able to see, oh, you call this number, this, this, and this, and this many times. Who's the person? 
Like, I have the number here. I could call it. It's my boss, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think social media. Yeah. I mean, like I said, everybody's their own person. You should always allow your partner to be their own person because that's how you see their true colors and, and their true intentions. And to be honest with you, if you're going to get back together with a person that already kind of effed you over from the start, you should already be like, I mean, you if, know, it's happen- if it happens once, well, it can happen again. It can happen again. Yeah, so at you that decided point, to give them another chance. Yeah, why mm-hmm. would you ask them to kind of conjoin whatever it is, like social media, this and that? Unless you guys are doing like a project together and it involves both of you, then that's totally fine. Yeah, that's fine. totally fine, yeah. But yeah, like, like, I'm not going to lie or anything, but Alex and I have our own Instagram, but we have an Instagram together. <laughs> do we I think re- I saw it. Do I remember the login and password? No. No. He doesn't either. Like, that was like, oh, we're going to make this and, you know, our Like, family. put our adventures together yeah. on that one. Why yeah. don't we do that? We can. We can all do that. Yeah. Well, we kind of I mean, do. We have chicks with no yeah, we do. podcast. If you have not followed us yet, Go follow us follow on us. Instagram, guys, and follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Please and thanks. Thanks. But, yeah. But, like, that's what Alex and I did. Like, we have our Instagram together, and then we have our own separate Instagrams, you mm-hmm. know? But I don't remember the password or... I don't remember the password or log into it, so... Yeah, so you're That's why like... there's nothing posted on there, because we don't remember no, it. No, and all. I know some couples do that. Like, they make their own Instagram together, because... Yeah. And I feel like a lot of couples do that. Like, they'll do... I know, actually, a couple that have a photography page together. And they just post, like, their adventures and photography and, like, scenic things that they see together and that they really like. That's awesome. And I think that's awesome. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, like, that's different. It's different like that. But you can tell the difference between those accounts and other accounts. You know how, like, you you talked about, like, you know how, like, people do, like... Well, I also mentioned it as well. Mm-hmm. About, like, doing, like, an Instagram together or, like, post. I'm always scared. And I feel like I feel bad for, like, the recent relationship that I was in, like, back then. Because I never posted in the beginning, only because I was just very scared to, like, be like, what if I don't last with this person and I'm over here posting pictures? And I know that's bad to think, but it's just, you know, the trust. And I feel like that's where I struggle a lot because I'm like, what if I don't last with this person? And I'm over here, like, being a clown and... But I still did it anyway. Yeah. And obviously, it didn't work out. But I'm just like, but, I hate deleting photos because it's like a memory. And but you know like, what? Yeah. Like, okay, like, I'm going to use myself as an example. And Juan. So, like, his Facebook, he has a picture. Like, his main picture is of us. Yeah. Right? And that's totally fine. Like, he decided to post that on his own. Like, I had no idea he was in it. Like, the one that he has right now, I'm not a fan of the, the way I look in that one. But if he <laughs> loves that photo then he can post that photo. Like, if he wants that to be his main profile picture, it can be. But, like, for me, like, mine is just me. Mm-hmm. And then my, like, wallpaper one is of us. Right. Yeah. Which is, like, the same one that I have here. The, the one that you took of us, Jasmine. This is the first photo we ever have together. Period. I'm the photographer. She is. Like, he has his photo and his phone, and I have mine, like, in the same. But Yeah, like, I think there was one time when I came home and I was just like, oh, I need your opinion. And I was like, oh, about what? He's like, does this picture look okay? And it was a photo of us. And I was Aww. like, oh, it, it looks cute. I like it. He's like, I'm going to post it as my, my profile picture. See? At least you like, well, were I aware. Yeah, I, was I was not. Like, I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'm not <laughs> forcing you to post <laughs> it. But if you want, yeah. you can. I love you, baby. <laughs> I'm so dead. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing, you know. But I feel like I just, I need to find a person. Or, or at least I need to be with a person that I, I'm able to, like, Baby, you Trust. found one. It's me. I know. Oh, my God. and we actually do no, share a cover me. photo. We have a cover photo together, so I do. I think. No, I. Where's think my cover photo, different. Jasmine? Oh, oh, oh! 
I, I got you, baby. All, All right, right, I better be on that highlights. Mine is now Marley. Wow, now I know where I, I stand don't think in I've changed life. mine. I think I've just kept it. The, I think I'm just gonna keep the same Remember? one. But I, you know, like going back to that, like I do want to like because I had my sister actually ask me. She's like, "Why, why, why don't you change your profile picture to like you and Juan? Yeah, like." why are you like ashamed of him or something like do you not want people to know and i was like no it's only because i have like the podcast like and stuff and a lot of people know my stuff like i think even my instagram i had the same picture from my instagram to my facebook to everything is the same picture so that people remember like who, who i am mm-hmm. and i learned that trick so don't steal my trick guys i'm no, i'm just kidding i'm about to steal it right now let me change i'm actually photo. yeah that's like a one way to like if you want to grow a business or if you want to grow something that picture has to be the same for everything and i learned that in business class gotcha. yeah and that's how like people remember so like when people like i could change my username because i used to be creative soul so people used to like oh my god creative soul yeah the one where she's like has a red like jacket thing so people remember my facebook to my instagram it's just easier and that's why i have it like that just because i don't have a picture with my significant other doesn't mean that, that you're not there yeah. yeah you're there you're just in private <laughs> love you i am private about my relationship yeah. open with people that are close to us closed off to the people that are not close right. to us pretty much going back into like being with partners and stuff did any of your guys' like past partners or maybe your partner now like did they ever make you like feel insecure in your life before and the past partners like any past partners or your yes. partner now it doesn't matter mm-hmm. i mean we can be open-minded about that because sometimes it's unintentional you know i think yeah yes for sure i think and i can say that it was about my weight okay so i suffer from pcos trying to make people aware of that because when i got diagnosed with pcos a lot of people did not know like what it was or right. like if it was common, like nobody and really, you can get diagnosed at any time of at your any life. Any time, dude. You know? any like time. I didn't get diagnosed with it until I was like, I I think I was like nineteen or twenty. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what PCOS is, it's polyester uh, polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, it's also called P- PCOS. Um, and so then it's basically like if you people can like how Yvette said they can be diagnosed at any time um a lot of things come with that a lot of women actually a lot of women of color you know suffer from PCOS yeah and they don't realize it you know until they're older and it's kind of hard because there's really like no there's there's no cure for there's no cure for it and a lot of people suffer different like symptoms like yeah obesity is one of them yeah um abnormal menstrual cycle yeah um you have like like how she said irregular um it's a lot of weight gain um acne depression is a big one that comes with pcos yeah um a lot of women will lose like a lot of their hair um or they will grow hair or they grow hair places yes um and it's not like a disease like a std or anything like that there's no there's no they don't know why pcos happens they're still trying to figure out like a like a cure for women but it's i would say like when i got diagnosed with pcos like my ex would bring up my weight and it was hard because i was eating clean i was working out i was doing everything and it just i would not lose weight right no matter what like there was a point where i was almost like i've tried every diet where i was starving myself where i was doing the no carb diet like I, i went paleo you know 
Um, I, I tried everything. Like, I tried going to the gym seven times a week. I And then I started doing twice a day for seven days. Imagine going twice a day seven for seven days of your life and eating clean, like, protein. I'd, I would not eat rice. Like, I literally was – I tried everything. I think the best one that I found was um, – working like lifting heavy i realized that i would lose weight faster with lifting heavy yeah um but then with that comes sometimes like the girls are like oh i don't want that big body shape you know i would track my macros um to where everything was like like carbs was probably like the last like i ate everything and i ate what i wanted but I, when i first started i had to be super clean like no alcohol no coffee no sugar like just water 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 food like i could eat eggs i would eat like and that's the thing too when you have pcos there's like certain food foods and things that you shouldn't be eating yeah coffee's a big one coffee is a big one but it's hard because it's coffee like yeah, yeah. that's what keeps you up in the morning yeah I'm, like i'm addicted I, to coffee and the first thing they tell me at my doctor's appointment is coffee how often do you drink coffee and i'm yeah. like i work at a daycare i need coffee to survive yeah well and that's the thing like i feel that there's so much, like, they even said, like, blueberries was not a good thing to eat. Um, there was just, like, different things that I was hearing. And I, like, like when I tell you I tried it all, I've tried it all. Yeah. And it was more about, like, going through the self-love journey and realizing that because of PCOS, like, no matter if I were to lose all this weight, I would bounce back, like, no matter, like, back to where I was. Yeah. And we hold so much water retention. Yep. That that's also like a big thing that comes with it and some girls they gain weight and some girls don't and you know um i think that weight was a big thing that he knew i was going through this and yet he thought it was unacceptable that i couldn't lose weight but i was trying so hard it's so messed and up. it was still unacceptable to him instead of being because supportive, yeah because when he met me it. he met me when i was like skinny like, before I had PCOS or anything like that. Right. So, like, it was like, well, no, you're just being lazy. Like, you're probably just cheating off your diet. You're probably not working out. And I'm like, do you want to go to the gym? I planned for this. And ask them how many times I swipe my card to come in. Because it's going to show you how many times. And I've probably missed two times, two times in a month. Wow. And sometimes I would get so frustrated with my weight that I would go twice in a month, like twice in a day, because I was so fed up with my body. Right. Wow, he really, like, he broke your self-esteem. Like, like yeah, really bad. like really bad. Like, to where sometimes I would be like, oh, I think I lost, like, a couple pounds. And he would be like, no, you still look the same to me. That's so messed up. So, like, to get into a relationship now and to be fully loved the way I am, it's it's different it's it's completely different like i don't have to worry about him judging me yeah for like if one day i'm like i don't want to wear a dress or i don't want to wear shorts because i don't feel comfortable like it's if you if you don't want to wear that don't wear that like if you want to eat go ahead and eat like don't starve yourself yeah don't think that i'm going to stop loving you because you your weight fluctuates up and down you know he just wants you to be comfortable with your body as long as you're comfortable. Yeah, and he's yours. like, you know, I'll still I'll always love you no matter what. And that was like the fact that I have never heard someone say, I don't care about your weight. I'm not with you because 
of your appearance. I'm with you because I literally, like, I love your personality. I'm with you because of who you are, not because of what you look like. Yeah. Wow. And I think that was, like, a big eye-opener, a big eye-opener yeah. to for me because I was like, wow, I never thought I would meet someone that would understand me and would not judge me because I say I'm going to work out and I don't because I'm not mentally ready or I'm not mentally capable of giving myself all of that. Yeah. You know, like I said, it, it, take that on. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it comes back with patience, having patience and letting me do things on my own time, but never like, like he, obviously I know Juan wants the best for me. Right. And I want the best for myself, but it's also like being able to not make us or make me feel that I'm not doing enough for myself. Yeah. So that is something that I would say that brought trauma from my past relationship with, you know, where I felt a little insecure and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have a past relationship um, that I can base this on. But one thing that has given me an insecurity about something was like my past trauma would probably be like my self-love. Okay. Yeah. And like I really for the longest time never really liked the way I looked because of what happened. And I've just always hated my body. Always. Like I would look at myself in the mirror and just be like, that's not, I don't like what I see. Mm. And like when I first met Alex, Alex was just like like he just loved me the way I was. Mm. Like I could just be like like, I don't really love myself today. And he's like, well, I love you, you know? He's like, that. you don't have to love yourself because I'm here to love you. Yeah. It's going to make me cry. I know. I was, like, thinking about Juan, too. I was like, oh, that was just recently, too. Yeah. And Alex always tells me, and whenever I have those off days, like, he's always there. and Like, he always fills that void for me. Like, I always go through this where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like myself. And then Alex would just be like, well, I really love you. And. Like, I just love the way you are. And he'll, like, say something about what he loves about me. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wow. Like, that's one thing that I hate about myself, but that makes you love. that You love that thing that I hate about myself. Yeah. And, like, he just has so much patience with me. Like, Your brothers have patience, Jasmine. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, like, yeah, like, PCOS is just, like, Something that really messes you up. Yeah. Like, everybody has different, sim- like, symptoms. They have, like, everything different. And it's, like, that was that's also one of the things that I suffer with. And it's, like, yeah, Alex is always there for me. Like, he's just, like, oh, you know, if you need, I'll go to a doctor's appointment with you. You know, he's yeah. always there for me. So it's, like, for me not loving my own body and just him being there for me and yeah. loving it, like, loving my body when I can't love it myself. I don't know. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Because while you're not loving your body, he is, you know? Yeah. And that somehow down the future will make you love that thing that you hate so much eventually. Maybe not now, but after a while, if he keeps reminding you and reminding you, you kind of just are like, well, I'm satisfied that he loves that part of me. So I should love that part of me too. In my past relationship, I felt insecure. Mm Mm-hmm. Mainly because, well, obviously, um, not a lot of people know this, but I mean, if you look at my Instagram, I have 
I have like a really big chest. Like I have like really big boobs. And mm-hmm. that's something that's always been like a big insecurity about me mm-hmm. because I can't wear the tops that I like and I can't wear anything too revealing because I've oh. always had the trauma that, you know, like my past relationship would, it was always based off on what I would wear. Mm-hmm. And it sucked really bad because there was times where I wanted to wear like maybe something a little bit too revealing or it was a tank top and they would be like, why are you wearing that? Are you trying to get attention? Yeah. Like, don't you feel like weirded out because you're around your brothers or something? I'm like, no, I feel comfortable with my body around my brothers because they're my brothers, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it wouldn't even be too revealing. It'd just be a normal tank top on a hot day. And they're like, no, go put a t-shirt on. Oh, no. and it would make me feel insecure so till this day I still wait I still wear like like over over big shirts or like stuff now like I'm slowly getting the confidence that I lost mm-hmm. only because I wasn't able to wear the things that I wanted because of that yeah and it sucked really bad it just like there's even moments where I'm like what if this is too revealing like what if it's like what if people label me like a slut or something attention whore or like an attention whore yeah for for just wearing something low cut or Mm. or small you know and like I can't wear a lot of things like I wish I could wear tube tops but my boobs are just really big so I really can't but But you can like you can wear a tube top I just I can't find the appropriate bra you will probably pull it off (laughs) you would pull it off more than what others others no but i feel like you should be able to wear anything that you want and be confident about it you should be comfortable in your own body and that's there should never be a man that's there telling you that you shouldn't feel comfortable in your body Mm -hmm. that is the body that you grew Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. like and like i even like after like that all happened to me i feel like i even cried to my mom about it and she told me she's like your dad has always told you to never let a man, you know, bring you down. Mm-hmm. She's like, especially if it's a boy, because a man will love you for who you are, and a boy will always try to, you know, just use your say stupid things to you. She's yeah. like, and that's not how your dad raised you. And it made me cry because she was right. Because my dad has always told me that I should love myself for who I am. Even though like a lot of times my parents are also like some faults in my insecurity, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that that pretty much messed me up to the point where I wasn't able to wear like shorts all the time or like leggings because they were too tight. It just made me insecure. Like I I couldn't wear what I wanted. And there's days where I'm still like, okay, I'll just put a big shirt on and just walk around like that Mm -hmm. because I don't want to wear anything too tight or too revealing because they would just they would make me feel like. I was a slut. Like, I just wanted attention or that everything that, like, a guy was just going to stare at me and he would get mad at me for it, you know? Yeah. And I I didn't want that. I couldn't even post a picture with that person being mad or something, you know? Or I even had it in my other relationships where they would get mad, too, and they would be like, why are you you showing off like that? And I'm like, that's not okay, you know? And slowly and surely, I'm getting my confidence back. But that is something you should. (laughs) You should, Queen. Period. Yes. So to all my girls out there, motivate each other. Yes. Wear that shirt. Wear that shirt. Wear that tube top. 
I'll I'll do it too. Wear I'll, those leggings. You those guys shorts. will see me showing out this summer because I'll I'll do better. Yeah, I girls. gotta love myself. Y'all hiding those arms? Don't hide those arms, girl. Period. Don't wear you, those jean jackets. I do too, but like I do too. Yeah. You know, like that one girl from TikTok said, "Stop wearing those jean jackets to try to hide your arms. Don't do it. Don't do it. Wear the shirt. Wear the dress. Be out there. I ain't gonna do it, girl. I was just thinking about it." Okay, I did it. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Love but no, yourself. for sure. I feel like this year, this summer, I really want to push myself to get out of my comfort zone yes. and mm-hmm. not wear those jean jackets, not wear a cardigan. Like, if my arms are out, my arms are out. Wear them shorts. Like, don't care about them stretch marks. Don't care about, you know, the cellulite there. Being yep. there, it is natural. You think everybody looks like that? No. Everybody online does not look like that. Yes. Like, doesn't look like the perfect body. And if they are, we all know nowadays, Dr. Miami be helping them out. So, (laughs) at the end of the day, we need to be there and show off for each other. Because, you know, just like, uh, there's uh, this one quote where it's like, I I wear the cool outfit, not for to get a guy's attention. For a girl to say, wow, I love her outfit. And that's what I live for. Yes, the compliments from girls. Yes, Yes, and I had just gotten that. What about almost three weeks ago when yes. we went to the Garth Brooks concert? Yeah, I bought this like really nice like cow. I was gonna compliment you on it. that too. I she didn't want to buy it, dude. I, it looks fucking cute on you. I was like, I don't know. I was like, this looks really. It's something that I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't typically wear. A I shirt loved like it that. on you. I saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. I was so like, oh my gosh. I texted. I texted Jasmine. I texted one of my old coworkers. I was like, please. I'm like, just. You know, I'm like, answer me, please, and tell me if this looks nice. And she was like, oh, my God, girl. And she's like, buy it. And then Jasmine was like, yes, buy it. I was like, okay, okay. And the girl who was, like, checking me out, she was like, well, the one that was, like, cashing me out. Was like, yeah. <laughs> she, she was, was checking like, you out. <laughs> she was like, out. oh, my God. She's like, this is a cute shirt. And I was like, you really think so? And she's like, yeah. She's like, it looks really nice. She's like, what are you doing? And I told her, I was like, oh, I'm going to a concert, country concert. She's like, this is going to be the perfect look. She's like, I got some really nice boots if you want to look at them. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I bought it. We get mm-hmm. to the concert and I'm like walking to buy our drinks, whatever. And mm-hmm. I got a lot of compliments. A lot of world people were like, oh my God, that's a really cute shirt. It looks really Dude, nice. Dude, yeah, I saw you. the pics and I was like, oh my gosh, Yvette, this is yes. like a different side. I love this. Everybody like, yeah. loved it. Like, I love that a lot of girls came up to her and they're like, oh my God, where did you get that shirt? You look so cute. And I'm yeah. like, see, I told you the shirt was a good choice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she just, I obviously could tell that she was like, oh my God, what? Yeah. Getting compliments? Yeah, girl. And she's like, and I'm over here thinking that it wasn't going to look good on me. I'm like, period. And especially with the hat, I was like, uh-huh, yeah. that's my country girl right there. You know what I'm about to do today? I'm about to go buy a two-piece swimsuit. Do it. I'm actually, I was thinking of doing the same. Go, Ari, 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 no, Ari right now. Oh, and she and Amazon have great swimsuits yes, out there and you know yeah. i'm like you know what if my titties are out there they're out there if my back fat is out there it's out there you see that's the one thing that i feel like i struggle with and like i said it's the pot it's the body positivity, positivity. Mm-hmm. like i am happy for everybody who is like loves their bodies their curves their cellulite their everything but then there's just me and i'm just like I can't do Dude, that. Dude, but you know what? Even the girls that are like that, they still have their moments. Yeah. Like, we, we all no, have no, our I moments. believe it too. Because, yeah. like, even our coworkers, like, like, they're perfect. And obviously, they see their, like, their flaws. And they're like, well, I don't like this part about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's beautiful. Like, you feel like yourself. And that is a beautiful thing. Yep. And we, I can give advice about this 
to everybody and to like anybody who but asks not to me, yourself. But I can't do that for myself. Yeah. Well, that's why we're here, baby. And like, I see where you're coming from because I also like to wear like a lot of shorts in the summer on like on top of my bathing suit, like because I usually oh wear I warm do that pieces, all the time only because I suffer from um I can't even say the word body dysmorphia. No, it's the oh. HS. I don't know if you've heard about it. Hydrantitis superbita. But it's because I get a lot of like, like, what are those called? Ingrowns? Like, like, yeah, like ingrowns or like the little lumps between like your legs, the armpit area. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of those always between my legs. And like, no, it's not like a sexual disease or anything like that. I promise you. I know a lot of girls suffer from this and it's like, you know, like the discolorment. Right between your thighs. Yeah, I've heard about that. I just never knew. Like, I didn't know the name of it. Yes. Yeah. And I really suffer from that. Like, I get scarring, and it, like, really looks ugly. And that's usually one reason why I don't wear two pieces. But I remember last summer, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it for one day. And I promise you, girls, no one noticed. No one notices no. you wearing whatever the fuck you're wearing at the beach. Do it. Do just it. go for it. I mean... I don't have a butt to fill out a two-piece like that, but... I don't have a butt either, and I don't even care. Yep, that's that's, like that's my motto this year, that I, I just won't care. Yep. I feel like that's what everybody needs to hear, but, like, it's just so easy to say it. Yeah. Like, it's easier to say it than do it, but I'm yeah. going to do it. And, like... like that's good. That I'm you going to do like, it. You like it when people are like, oh, you can pull it off, you can do it, you can do it, and then you get to the dressing room and you put it on and you look at yourself. No, dude, that's like, why you have to take a good crowd. Like, literally, I just went yesterday with my friend, well, my best friend, um, Mimi. Shout out to you, Mimi. I love you. And, <laughs> like, literally, like, I picked out... She was like, Becky, I want... I want something, like, different. I want to get out of my comfort zone. So, you know, usually she goes for, like, little crochet, like, cute little, like, the ones that cover up really, really good. And I was like, no, you're going to put, if you're, if you have, like, if you're kind of, like, you know, she had her son and stuff. So, you know, every mom has that, like, the little fupa, you know. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, try the high-waisted bottoms. Yeah. Try the high-waisted bottoms and try, like, this and this. And I could you not, dude, she was glowing in the dressing room. She was glowing. And she was like. Oh my gosh, I could never picture myself wearing a two-piece. And I was like, you see, dude? Like, I even started trying on bathing suits myself yesterday. I have to go yeah. to wherever you guys went. Yeah, dude. I want a Airy, every Like, a lot of places have been stepping it up. And I'm going to tell you that. They have been stepping it up. And if y'all don't take advantage of it now, take advantage. Because this is our time to shine. We've been asking for this for a while now. And the fact that they're actually putting bathing suits out there. Like, if people don't really buy that stuff. They're going to be like, oh, then what was the, like, you know, they're not going to put or put better things. Yeah. Because it's all about market and sales, you know? So I think that we need to, we need to show up there. We need to go, go there, you know, and show up for ourselves. And I did that yesterday with my best friend and I'm going to go back today and get a toothpiece. I'm about to go with you. For real, dude. I'm about to go back and get a toothpiece. If I have to sit there for hours, I'm going to sit there for hours until I find the perfect toothpiece. That I feel comfortable in. Right. That I feel comfortable in my skin. You know? Yeah, period. As you should. Now that we've talked about self-love and stuff, do you believe in love? Like, going back to, the, like, the relationships part. Do you believe in love at first sight? I say yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm okay. a sucker for love. I'm a sucker for I'm love. A love like, El amor. Yes. <laughs> I, I am in love with love. Yes. I... 
I say yes because like I grew up watching the love movies. Like, oh yeah, I was one of those. A Cinderella story. Yeah, <laughs> love at one. first sight. Oh yeah. Um. No, I yeah I believe in love at first sight. It didn't happen for me when I first met my significant other, but it got there. You know, mm-hmm. like I said in the beginning of our podcast, like I did not, I didn't, I didn't have love at first sight with Alex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was more of like you know just platonic relationship like we were just friends Mm -hmm. and that just slowly developed but I do believe in love at first sight I also believe in it but it can just be so tricky sometimes because even though like it looks like love sometimes it ends up not being not being love yeah yeah which kind of sucks but but yes I do believe like Yvette said I totally agree with what she's saying I love love I love people loving each other I love when you know just just love to give around you know because it's a happy thing like if if the people who know me a lot I love to give out hugs I love to be very like comfortable with people once I get to know them really good you know like you can actually bet I'm always giving her hugs I'm always giving my brothers hugs even though they're probably annoyed at this point but she's a very lovable person I am I think it's good that you do that because I notice that they're not they're not a like prone to like saying no to hugs or yeah, like yeah. like I, they're just like ah get away from me and I'm like no let me love you <laughs> yeah but I believe in love at first sight because you know like I've seen knowing some friends that have actually fell in love with just you know noticing their person and I really hope I get that chance one day where I just see a person they see me and they're like oh hi they're like hi you know just falling yeah. in love from a distance yeah and I mean it's just like you carry your heart on your sleeve with mm-hmm. love, you know? Like, if you believe in love at first sight, you're prone to fall for anything. That's yeah. true. Especially it's if dangerous. you're a huge romantic. Yeah, and yeah. that's... It's a good and a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just Because, like, that. that's just me. Like, I carry my heart on my sleeve, and my whole family will tell you that. Like, I will always be there for my family, even when I am mad, because I love my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if anything happens and I'm mad at them, but something happens to that my family member that I am not talking to, if they call me and text me, call me or text me that they need me, I am there. Because I love them. And no matter what, I can be mad at you, but if you need me right at that moment that we are not talking, I will be there no matter what. Anger should not come in the, the, what's called, in between love. Because anger and love is something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like... Like you said, if my brother were ever to call me saying, hey, dude, I know you're mad at me right now, but I really need help with this. I will do it because I love them that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like also with a friend. If my friend is like, hey, dude, I know I messed up and you're pretty much mad at me right now, or, you know, for like a small thing or something. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, dude, I'm there in a heartbeat. Like me and her, we we don't get in like a lot of arguments or anything. Oh, and you guys do. But when we do, we're just like, hey, you want to go for a coffee? Yeah. And that's her I love think, language. I we think just... the longest we've ever been mad at each other is for like a day. Yeah. We've never had a really big argument like After that. the argument that we had, I wouldn't even say it was an argument. I think I just got upset over something. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, she doesn't really feel the way I feel. Like, And I did. I trust me, I did because I cried that She night. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, that's that's the thing about love. You know, it's... It's a tricky, tricky, tricky thing. Yeah. But yeah. So it's like 
with love you just carry your heart on your sleeve and you and also makes it where when you when you have your heart on your sleeve it also makes you like i gotta protect my heart yeah makes you very vulnerable so yeah like you believe it love at first sight but that also makes you very vulnerable and it makes you it makes you want to protect your heart also Mm -hmm. for sure i for sure believe in love at first sight i for sure do Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe you I, do for, yeah, sure. for sure. That's you and Juan right there. Yeah. It's literally a love story right there. Well, we'll, we'll tell the story a different time, but it's pretty long. <laughs> like it, it's pretty long. But it's beautiful because, I mean, even in the last podcast, you did mention it, too. Yeah. How you guys just kind of saw each other from across the room. Yeah. And you knew. That's that's awesome. I never thought I would go through something like that. And like I said, I'm a sucker for anything, but like... That was something I was like, no, this is like the fact that you can see someone and just like kind of know. And you know, I there's a say that they say like when la mujer es la que escoge. Mm-hmm. The woman is the one that chooses who she wants to be with. Yeah. And a woman will know. Yep. And I think that like just I didn't even really talk to him and I kind of just like it was I don't even know how to explain it, but it was like I knew. I knew right from then and there. I was like, you know, if I end up not talking to this guy, then maybe it's not meant to be. Have you guys ever seen Hotel Transylvania? Oh, yeah. 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 And you guys know how, like, you Oh, know, the zing? The zing. That's, That's literally how, look yeah. Up right now. I was like, the zing. That's what I want to have in, like, if I ever have a love story. If I ever do it, I really wish I do. I just get that zing where it's just like the blink of an eye and you're yeah. just in love with that person. I just, but that's the thing. I thought it was one-sided because I was like, it's just me. It's just me that sees it like this. But when he talked to me and he told me that that's exactly the way he felt before I said anything to him about how I saw it and how I felt, Yeah. then that was like a big, like, I was like, oh my God. Like, he was like, I don't even know. He's like, I really wasn't looking for anyone. Like, And the thing was, I, I had prepared my 10-year plan yeah. to be single. Wow. So I already had a plan to not be with anybody, to like do my own thing. Like, God was like, psych. He was thought. like, psych, you thought. Here's Juan. And I was like, <laughs> just throw Juan in yeah. there. And it was just weird because he was like, I literally, like, he's like, the fact that I remembered you and you were probably like the only person I really remembered like the whole night. I was like, oh, like, we didn't really talk. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Like, he's like, just the way I felt, it was just. Just letting you guys know, we picked up Juan that night, and he said, guys, I met a girl, and then he threw up, <laughs> but it was really funny, because I, he was so drunk, but yeah. he still remembered, and we're like, oh, you know, like, oh, he met a girl, you know, like, maybe he's just gonna talk to her or something. Ended up being Becky, and look at them now, they're nice almost to have you in the family. Thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, looking at Juan from across the room. I know, really. What a nerd. <laughs> All day. <laughs> no, but that's 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 really awesome. Yeah. So beautiful. You're so lucky to have found that, even within, you know, eyesight. Just yeah. finding it right there. Yeah. And then that's awesome. Love yeah. at first sight. Love at first yes. sight. Yes, for sure. Yes. And I feel so blessed to have you guys, like, as my sisters. Like, I see you guys as Me my too. sisters. And for the short amount of time, like, that we've like it's a it's a year like it's yeah. i can literally say it it's a year now in the blink of an eye literally it literally did i like i was just like dang that was crazy yeah just imagine it like if becky would have never like seen juan from across the room we would have never this been podcast would have never been a thing yeah <laughs> 
we would like, have never been our friendship would have never been never a thing. happened yeah and i think we all kind of just clicked yeah yeah too we can't even remember the first time we actually really met you. When or, like, we, we actually to, like, sat down and, like, yeah. had a really good Yeah, because it's the same thing with Jasmine. Like, I can't even remember, like, when yeah. we started talking and, like, It just happened. Friends. It just, yeah, because I feel like we kind of all hung out at certain points. But, like, I'm just like, okay, well, I talked to them there and I talked to them there. Like, when when was when when was it that we, like, just kind of clicked? All clicked? Yeah. Was yeah. it from the beginning or was it from this time? Was it from this time? Yeah. Where it kind of just all, like, started flowing. Because, like, now, if I come over, I'm coming over to see y'all. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Juan, I love you, but I'm Juan, here for like, the Juan, like, opens girls, the so. door and he's like, oh, you're here? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here to see Jasmine Yvette, Ruby. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> Poor Juan. He's like, no, but not for me. And you're like, no, move. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to tell Jasmine. Like, leave my girlfriend alone. Like, I'm just like, no, baby. Like, you know, it's good. He's like, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. He's like, I'm yeah. glad that you have that relationship with my sister and, like, with Yvette because she's my sister. And he always says, like, Yvette's his sister. Oh. And, like, That's Ruby's so his sister. And I'm just like, you know, like, even to be close to Ruby, like, I thought it was going to take m- much longer to get close to Ruby than it actually did. Yeah. I think it did for me, though. It took me a lot longer to get close to her because when you got to know Ruby, Ruby was already with us. Yeah. So it was a little bit easier to... It was easier for you than it was for me because when I first was, like, when I, like Ruby said, like, she had fallouts, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. When, um, and she's very shy. She's said it before. Yeah, she's very shy. She um, never really, like, we never really spoke to each other until she started coming around more. And she was, like, with Adam for a long time. Yeah. And I didn't get to know her until what like last summer yeah really yeah Yeah. and she was with adam for and we love ruby yeah Yeah. i love ruby yeah she was like in and out but to be honest like ruby has always been the type of person to like like she said she's been very shy she's Mm -hmm. a very shy person but once you get to know her yeah she's amazing oh my god she was like the best (laughs) she's so funny dude (laughs) everybody's like ruby i yeah, that, like you don't you, you know don't, the you same Ruby as you don't we know do. the same Ruby yeah. that we know. Like, oh my god, I love her so much, and she's I feel so like funny. I love that she's coming out of her shell. Yeah, I love that from her, her personality her, yeah. is gonna slowly come out in this podcast, and you guys will see that. Yeah, and you guys will grow to love Ruby the way that we love. Ruby. Yeah. yeah, so stay tuned. Yeah. yeah, and then hopefully when Benny grows up, you guys will also hear that. <laughs> He'll be running around here and stuff at the. Yeah, he's no, actually, crazy. no, because by then. I'll be out of this apartment. We'll be moving the office Woo-hoo! to the new location. Then he will have like, his own um, So stay tuned, guys, <laughs> for all the amazing stuff. things along the way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm so excited for yes. the future, guys. Like, I, I I, really do see this going, like, far. And I just think it's because we have that bond. We have that friendship or that relationship with each other where yeah. it's, we're all understanding with each other. Like, right now that Ruby's not here, like, we're all understanding about it. Nobody's yeah. upset yeah. about it. Yeah, no. She's a mom and mother duties come before first, anything. Yeah. Before anything, yeah. Of course. Because your son is first priority. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So so uh, we, we all hope you can also understand. And you guys can also, like we said, grow to love Ruby. All right, guys. Well, this finishes our podcast for today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Chicks With No Filter. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Chicks with no filter. filter.